This day in Christian history, perfidious prelates. Jesus surely chose his disciples knowing that sooner or later, most of us would identify with impetuous, impulsive Peter. James Mitchell was a Peter, part preacher, part assassin, and perhaps with good reason for being both. He was a covenanter, one of the Scottish Presbyterians who vowed to resist English efforts to impose Anglo-Catholic forms on their churches. Their resistance drew fire from the monarchy and from the church itself, the chief tormentor being the prelate Archbishop James Sharp, who caught and killed Presbyterians like dogs. Something had to be done, Mitchell reasoned. On July 11, 1668, as the Archbishop sat in his horse-drawn coach, Mitchell pointed a pistol at him and fired through the open door. He missed, hitting another bishop in the hand. Eventually, Mitchell was captured, imprisoned, and tortured with the boot, a tight box fixed around the leg to which staves were slowly driven, shattering the leg an inch at a time. Mitchell and his crushed limb were then thrown into a series of squalid prisons where he subsided on snow water sprinkled with oatmeal. On January 18, 1678, the preacher and would-be assassin was taken to the center of Edinburgh for execution. Loud drumming drowned out his last words, but he had hidden away two copies of his message, and from the scaffold he flung them to the crowd. The next day, these words were plastered across Scotland. I acknowledge my private and particular sins have been such as deserved a worse death, but I hope in the merits of Jesus Christ to be free from the eternal punishment due me for sin. I am brought here that I might be a witness for his despised truths and interest in this land, where I am called to seal the same with my blood. And I wish heartily that my poor life may put an end to the persecution of the true members of Christ in this place, so much actuated by these perfidious Prelates. Profidious prelates, however, found more blood to drink in the years to come. We read from John 18, Simon Peter had brought along a sword. He now pulled it out and struck the servant of the high priest. The servant's name was Malchus, and Peter cut off his right ear. Jesus told Peter, put your sword away. I must drink the cup that my father has given me. Good morning, good morning. Today is the 18th day of January. It is Thursday and it is 23 degrees out here in Stockbridge, sunny. Uh, There should be mostly sunny skies today with a high of 51, so a little bit warmer than yesterday. And uh, let's pray and we'll get into our lesson here from Oswald Chambers. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you for uh, the service last night, Lord, and just the blessing on the Everyone here, the adults and the kids, Lord, and we just ask that you continue to work in and through this fellowship, Lord, even though uh, we had uh, uh, just trying to uh, uh, grow these kids, counsel them, Lord, give direction, Lord, within the uh, just kids being kids, Lord. And so we just ask for your direction, your hand on uh, all of those that serve. with the kids and with the adults, Lord. And uh, we do ask that you be with us today, Lord, that you just uh, open our eyes and our hearts to this lesson this morning, Lord, that we would 
Uh, you would use it to change our lives, Lord, change our hearts, and just grow us closer and closer to you, Lord, that we'd be more and more like you, taking on your divine nature and putting away this flesh nature once and for all, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right. It is the Lord by Oswald Chamber. Thomas answered and said to him, My Lord and my God. John 20, 28. Jesus said to her, Give me a drink, John 4, 7. How many of us are experiencing how many of us are expecting Jesus Christ to quench our thirst when we should be satisfying him? We should be pouring out our lives, investing our total beings, not drawing on him to satisfy us. You shall be witnesses to me, Acts 1.8. That means lives of pure, uncompromising, and unrestrained devotion to the Lord Jesus, which will be satisfying to him wherever he may send us. Beware of anything that competes with your loyalty to Jesus Christ. The greatest competitor of true devotion to Jesus is the service we do for him. It is easier to serve than to pour out our lives completely for him. The goal of the call of God is his satisfaction, not simply that we should do something for him. We are not sent to do battle for God, but to be used by God in his battles. We are more are we more devoted to service than we are to Jesus Christ himself? Wow. Wisdom from Oswald Chambers. There is nothing, naturally speaking, that makes us lose heart quicker than decay. The decay of bodily beauty, of natural life, of friendship, of associations, all these things make a man lose heart. But Paul says when we are trusting in Jesus Christ, these things do not find us discouraged. Light comes through them. Wow, praise God. And our text for today is Matthew chapter 12, uh, verses 24 through uh, the rest of the chapter, through 50. Uh, but we're going to start in 22, uh, just to get caught up here. Then a demon possessed, so this it's titled The Pharisees Rebuked. Then a demon-possessed man who was blind and mute was brought to Jesus, and he healed him, so that the mute man both spoke and saw. All the people wondered in amazement and said, Could this be the son of David, the Messiah? But the Pharisees heard it and said, This man casts out demons only by the help of Beelzebul, Satan, the prince of demons. Knowing their thoughts, Jesus said to them, Any kingdom, kingdom that is divided against itself is being laid waste, and no city or house divided against itself will continue to stand. If Satan casts out Satan, that is, his demons, he has become divided against himself and disunited. How then will his kingdom stand? If I cast out the demons by the help of Beelzebul, Satan, by whom do, you, do your sons drive them out? For this reason, they will be your judges." But if it is by the Spirit of God that I cast out the demons, then the kingdom of God has come upon you before you expected it. Or how can anyone go into a strong man's house and steal his property unless he first overpowers and ties up the strong man? Then he will ransack and rob his house. He who is not with me, verse 30, once and for all on my side is against me. And he who does not unequivocally gather with me scatters. Therefore, I say to you, every sin and blasphemy, every evil, abusive, injurious speaking, or indignantly against sacred things will be forgiven people. 
But blaspheming against the Holy Spirit will not be forgiven. Whoever speaks a word against the Son of Man will be forgiven. But whoever speaks against the Holy Spirit by attributing the miracles done by me to Satan will not be forgiven either in this age or in the age to come. Either make the tree good and its fruit good or make the tree bad and its fruit bad. For the tree is recognized and judged by its fruit. You brood of vipers! How can you speak good things when you are evil? For the mouth speaks out of that which, the, which fills the heart. The good man from his inner good treasure brings out good things, and the evil man from his inner evil treasure brings out evil things. But I tell you, on the day of judgment, people will have to give an accounting for every careless or useless word they speak. For by your words, reflecting your spiritual condition, you will be justified and acquitted of the guilt of sin. And by your words, rejecting me, you will be condemned and sentenced. Then some of the scribes and Pharisees said to him, Teacher, we want to see a sign, a testing miracle from you, proving that you are what you claim to be. But he replied and said to them, An evil and adulterous generation, that is, morally unfaithful to God, craves and demands a miraculous sign. But no sign will be given to it except the sign of the prophet Jonah. For just as Jonah was three days and three nights in the belly of the sea monster, so will the Son of Man be three days and three nights in the heart of the earth. The men of Nineveh, will stand up as witnesses at the judgment against this generation and will condemn it because they repented at the preaching of Jonah. And now something greater than Jonah is here. The queen of the south, Sheba, will stand up as a witness at the judgment against this generation and will condemn it because she came from the ends of the earth to listen to the wisdom of Solomon. And now something greater than Solomon is here. Now, when the unclean spirit has gone out of a man, it roams through waterless, dry, arid places in search of rest, but it does not find it. Then it says, I will return to my house from which I came. And when it arrives, it finds the place unoccupied, swept, and put in order. Then it goes and brings with it seven other spirits more wicked than itself, and they go in and make their home there. And the last condition of the man becomes worse than the first. So will it also be with this wicked generation. While he was still talking to the crowds, it happened that his mother and brothers stood outside asking to speak to him. Someone said to him, Look, your mother and your brothers are standing outside asking to speak to you. But Jesus replied to the one who told him, Who is my mother and who are my brothers? And stretching out his hand towards his disciples and all his other followers, he said, Here are my mother and my brothers. For whoever does the will of my Father who is in heaven, by believing in me and following me, is my brother and sister and mother. Praise God. Heavenly Father, we thank you for being our God. We thank you for your amazing word, Lord. And we do ask that you would help us, Lord, not to get distracted by serving you in our service of you, Lord and lose sight of who of you, who we are actually serving, Lord. Help us not to fight our own battles, Lord, but help us to allow you to use us to fight your battles, to do your will, to do what you want to do, accomplish what you desire to do, Lord. So, Father, we just ask that you give us the strength and your grace, your mercy, Lord, 
just your resources we need, Lord, to walk step in step with you, Lord, hand in hand with you, following your leading, your guiding, Lord, help us to hear your spirit, and Lord, help us to follow your lead by your power and your grace. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. May the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all today. You guys have an amazing day, and we will...